For our text, we'll look at the book of Philippians, chapter uh, 4, verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. This was, of course, our, our theme, our theme verse for the week, for the last six days. Now, you know, if you've ever attended youth camp as a camper or as a staff member, it's, it's kind of an exhausting week. Yesterday, I took five naps. I counted them. For some reason, when I take a nap now, I only can sleep for about five minutes. So I fell asleep five times, so I got 25 minutes. Not too bad. I asked uh, my Sunday school class this morning, trying to get a gauge of who took the longest nap. One camper went to bed at 2 o'clock yesterday afternoon and woke up at 2 a.m. and then went back to bed. That's impressive. To give you a quick idea of our schedule, uh, when we went up last Monday, we arrived here at the church at 8 a.m., and, and two buses went from Portland, and then vans from many other church locations. Um, Medford has quite a drive, Court, uh, Langley, British Columbia, a group from Canada, and, and in between we had a couple from Sacramento. Um, and so we're all arriving Monday morning at the camp, and we, we settle into our cabins and uh, find sort of what's what. And then we have a short staff meeting before lunch, and then we have lunch. And, and after lunch, we have, we call it the all-camp meeting. We used to have it out by the big tree, and it's kind of hard to hear out there. So the last couple of years, we've had it in the chapel um, and I really don't know if that's any more efficient. In fact, I think it's less efficient, but we did that anyway. Um, but as we were uh, going through the plans for the week, our schedule, our services, and um, uh, tournaments, and all the fun we were going to have, uh, we thought it, it might be appropriate, I suppose, to have our seven goals for the week. And um, really quick, the first goal for all of us was to draw closer to the Lord. We want to see every camper saved. That's why we have youth camp. And so we told the campers that's our first goal. Draw closer to the Lord. If you need to be sanctified, no better place, no better time than youth camp. Secondly, we said we want to spend time in prayer, and we find these things are tied together very much so. But there's something special about uh, a lack of pressure of needing to be somewhere. Uh, putting the cares of uh, our lives aside, and we say that the, the chapel is open for prayer at any time. And so number two, our goal was to spend extra special time in prayer. Number three, we said ask questions. 
You see, we want our young people to have a, uh, a venue, a place, a time. And it's not just at youth camp, but at youth camp, for whatever reason, it's easier. We say, ask your counselor questions. Maybe you have a, a biblical question. And I know they have great, great questions. And with God's help, we answer those because our, our young people are bombarded in this day and age with the opposite of which is right. And, and, and number four, we said, make new friends. Something special about building relationships at youth camp, they, they, they roll over to Sunday school. It makes young people want to come to church. It, it builds relationships. Ultimately, we believe it, it builds families within the church. Number five, we said, have a blast. For some reason, soccer was a big deal this year. And um, I'm still quite sore. Number six, we said, get exhausted. If you come home from youth camp and you're not tired, something's wrong. If you come back from, oh, I had a nice little vacation, I got away for the week, I'm not sure where you were. And then number seven, eat your heart out. And I will say that uh, the restaurant was the best it's ever been. Well, why? Because Sister Sherry led the kitchen team. And if this means we're buttering up Sister Sherry to come back next year, we are. Should the Lord tarry. But if we do look back at our our theme verse, like I said, we find the opposite of that which our young people are facing today. This verse is a complete contradiction to what the world feeds our young people, feeds our minds. Things that are true. There's eight of them here. Honest, just, pure, lovely, of good report. Things that are of virtue, praise. The writer here says, think on these things in our minds. Brother uh, Greg Bishop visited Monday night and gave a message focusing on this verse. And he, uh, he gave us some example or s- some examples or some things that compete uh, for our attention, things that uh, compete for our minds. One example was a CD. And he mentioned that a lot of young people don't even know what a CD is today. But it represented music or what we listen to or maybe our playlist. Secondly, a, a baseball mitt or a glove, which might represent our, our sports, our activities, our hobbies, or whatever it is we're into. Another example was a, a gaming remote. It might represent uh, our screen time. can represent really all media, not just gaming. Many times we think these things are not evil within themselves, but the reality is they can saturate our minds. They can compete with that which is just, pure, lovely, and holy. And I will give you a little secret of how we combat this at youth camp. We uh, take their cell phones hostage. We do. We take it from them and... If something comes up and they need to call home, that's okay. But in general, we want our campers to unplug. We want to train and saturate our mind on the things of God. We want to focus on things that are eternal, things that are pure, things that are holy. But the point was and is that is that it begins in our hearts. And that was the point that we made early on. Campers are told that they must have a change of heart. 
an about face experience, a deliverance, we call it, or an experience of salvation. And souls did at youth camp where many and we heard testimonies tonight where uh, some point back to a few years ago, a couple years ago, many years ago. And counselors testified and uh, many wrote on the poster as the week went along of experiences of salvation. We cannot combat the bombardments of this world without first an experience of knowing that your sins have been forgiven. On Tuesday morning, Brother Ryan Erdman focused on that we cannot serve God and the devil. We have to choose one way. There's only one path. There is a war between the attention of our hearts and therefore the attention of our minds. We must to choose Christ. On Wednesday morning, Brother Florin Barles encouraged us to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. You need to know that you know that you know that your sins have been forgiven. God gives an assurance. Your counselor can't give an assurance. Your parents can't. Your friends can't. Christ will give an assurance of salvation. On Thursday morning, Brother Ryan Trotter challenged us to be like Gideon, mighty men of valor. And the thing with Gideon is he didn't feel like he was this mighty man of valor. But God made him exactly how God wanted him to be made. And he made young people, you as an individual, me as an individual. And he has a plan for your life. He has a plan for my life. God has called us in the faith to be mighty men of valor. On Friday morning, Brother Samuel Oni gave us the keys to having peace of mind. In fact, we know today, perhaps more than ever, we face stress, anxiety, pressure on the mind. And just previous to our theme verse, Philippians 4, 7, it says, And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding. And if you have experienced this, you know what the apostle is talking about. He says, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The Lord doesn't want us to be confused. The Lord, the Lord wants us to give us victory of heart and victory of mind. God will keep you. And finally, here are some goals for the upcoming year. I think I've said these before, but number one, the Lord's done something for you at youth camp. When you go back to work, when you go back to school, first and foremost, take a stand for Christ immediately. Declare your faith. Number two, if you've been saved, get sanctified. There's no better way to stay saved than to be sanctified. Number three, clear out your old playlist, your questionable TikTok history, your old Instagram stuff, your Snapchat groups that you ought not to be a part of. Get rid of it. Don't compromise your testimony with garbage. Number four, read your Bible every day. You want to be kept, we must be in the scripture. We must be in the word. We have to spend time in God's word. Have a plan to work through the scriptures, to work through the Bible, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. And the blessing is, in this church, we do. It's called Daybreak and Discovery. Feast on God's word. Number five, be in church and be engaged in church. It's one thing to encourage us to come forward uh, at a service like this. Sit towards the front. Uh, young people, be in the prayer room. Pray, testify, be engaged. 
and God will bless you for it. Number six, invite others to Sunday school and to church. You know, I think when we reach out and we invite, that encourages us to want to be in church because we take it as our own. And we, as we invite young people to Sunday school and to church, we want to see them at Sunday school. We want to see them at church, at youth focus. We want to see them at youth camp. And we want them to come. So I challenge you to invite others to church. And finally, the seventh and perhaps most important is pray. If you want to be kept, you have to pray. If you have difficulty, difficulties enter your mind, we want to pray. If we have temptations that come to our mind, we want to pray. If we're going to be kept, we want to pray. If we're going to receive these deeper things of the Lord, we want to and we need to pray. And we believe God will keep you. If you need an answer to prayer tonight, we believe God will hear your prayer. Maybe the Lord hasn't saved you yet and you need to be saved. We have an opportunity tonight to, to pray and receive of the Lord. We've heard examples uh, of testimonies where I came home from youth camp I didn't make my peace with the Lord, but I came home and God did it for me. You know, Christ can do it for you tonight. The Lord can sanctify you. The Lord can fill you with the mighty baptism of the Holy Spirit. We've seen it at youth camp. We've seen it around these altars. The Lord will do it for you. God will keep you, young people, in the upcoming year. Okay, if you want to be kept, the Lord will keep you. Let's sing a song of imitation. The number is 596. Let's come forward and pray.